Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Resiliency and Running Podcast. My name is Liz, and I will be your host. I'm excited for today's episode because I'm bringing Jack back onto the podcast to answer some questions from you guys all around his training. So just sit back and relax, and we'll just jump right into the episode. All right. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. I've got Jack here with me for this episode. Hello, I'm back. He's back for his second episode. If you haven't listened to our first episode, I'll have it linked in the show notes. I think it was Valentine's Day themed all about how we met. But if you want to go and check that out, I'll have it in the show notes. But today's episode, like I said in the intro, is all about his training. We've not really officially started his training. We've only just sort of started to kind of get him used to running a few times a week. So at the moment, he's only running twice a week and we've just gotten gym memberships. So that's how we'll be utilizing the gym for his training as well as both of our cross training really to kind of work other areas of our bodies to make ourselves strong for our upcoming marathons. But yeah, I thought it'd be interesting to record an episode like this because there are quite a lot of you that have never run a marathon, that are training for your first marathon, and have things like injuries that you worry about. I've seen some questions around that. So Jack has a very interesting backstory. I don't think he's ever talked about his story of the spleen, the knees, and everything. So we will definitely be covering all of that ground. But before we get started, we are going to do highs and lows for the week. Jack, let us know what your high is for the week. So, so the week just gone, right? Not, yes. Yeah, of course, it's Monday. Um, so the week just gone. Um, I have been in a bit of a lull with my job at the moment. So, But even though I'm saying that, I actually managed to get pretty much like seven days worth of work done in a four-day week. So I like to think of that as a, as a pretty good high. Uh, my low for the week... Um, Probably getting seven days worth of work done in, in four <laughs> days. That was a real moment of like, oh my God, what are you doing? You need to like take a chill. But it's so hectic at the moment that yeah, it's 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 tricky to, to take a chill. So yeah. Yeah. For those of you who don't live in the UK or really, I never knew about bank holidays until I lived here, but I basically, basically we've had, we've recently had Easter holiday, bank holiday, and it was a really nice four day weekend. And I really enjoyed it because it was definitely a really nice rest. And I feel like that's part of my high, um, just being able to rest and feel a bit more rested and not like you're running around. Um, especially coming back from Paris. It still feels like that was just the other weekend, but I feel like because that was my first like real travel experience since the pandemic, that was like a very full-on experience that definitely drained my social battery. But I'd say other than that, my high is definitely just kind of getting back into the gym. I think both Jack and I are similar in that we've not been to the gym for quite a while and we both share the same lack of confidence in the gym because it can be quite daunting and quite intimidating, but I it's really been helpful to go together, though I did go for the first time the other day by myself, but Jack picked me up, so it was okay. But I think it's been really nice to get back into that because for a while I've mostly just been running with like a mix of yoga and like home workouts. So it's nice to mix it up and switch it up and obviously really good to work other parts of your body and strengthen other parts of your body because there's definitely different parts of your body that 
can be in pain during a marathon, like during the Paris marathon, my lower back was in pieces, my knees were in pieces. And yeah, it's, it's just good. But I'd say my low is probably also work just because I'm still feeling a bit lost with things. I think this is similar to my last week's low. And I think, again, this is just like a part of my life that I'm trying to navigate in terms of work and being similar to Jack in a lull. But yeah, I think maybe some positive things to come, but we shall see. And we just need to wait. I think we've we've both kind of got different lulls at the moment, haven't we, with, with work. And I think it's been um, very stressful, I think, but in, again, different ways. Whereas your lull has been more, you know, I, I, I don't want to go into too much detail, but yours being a lack of motivation, whereas mine has been not so much a lack of motivation, but more a, a push for so much, but compensated very poorly. So it's it's stressing in, in different ways. All right, so now just kind of jumping into the questions, I was not really sure how I wanted to intro this and I'm not sure if Jack wants to say anything because we've not really done too much training yet and he's still sort of finishing up his football season. And so training hasn't officially started, but I guess if he wants to say a few things about just starting to run more in general. The, the current idea is that I will get myself more used to running a couple of times per week even though I play football a couple of times a week as well. So I play on Tuesday evenings and I play on Sunday mornings. Um, Sunday mornings being a lot more competitive than the Tuesday evenings, but I'm probably averaging around, I would say for the week of those two bits of football, I'd say I'm probably averaging around 10 miles, um, roughly. On the Tuesday nights, I do about four, um, about four and a half most of the time. And then the pitch on Sundays is much bigger. So I would probably say I do around five and a half miles mm. of running. On, on Sunday. So yeah, I mean, overall it is about 10 miles a week. So I'm going to be adding on, um, you know, little bits here and there throughout the week um, just to get myself, you know, yeah, as I said, comfortable running a couple of times a week and just running, not playing football. Um, and yeah, that's, that's what coach, coach Liz says. Um, so I abide by what coach Liz says um, and, and we kind of move forward from there. But once the football season's over, then I will start officially running much, much more and things will move forward for the marathon training even more so so we will get going yeah and i'm not sure if i saw any questions around his marathon training plan but it is inspired by a hal higdon um marathon training plan and i'm planning on reading his book but i just wanted to throw that in there because i i essentially put everything in notion and that's how i've always sort of mapped out my plans and that's how i like to organize things so currently in notion i have a plan for myself and then i have a plan for jack and they're both sort of looking at different aspects of life including like his bits of football that he's still got going on this you know these next few weeks as well as kind of going into the summer he'll still have his tuesday night football and so I'm incorporating that around his training as well as just like the cross training that I'd like us to do. And it's kind of just based off of like a beginner workout for like beginners that go to the gym and want to like, you know, split their days up. I don't think we're ever going to get to a point where we're like, okay, Monday legs, Tuesday arms. I think it's going to be more of a case of a couple of times a week, but definitely just changing it up and maybe sort of switching it up every fortnight. I don't know, but it's all kind of new. And I think it's definitely new for me to be doing like almost two bouts of training at the same time. But yeah, 
I guess we can just... <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, I don't know what I was meant to say there, but I'm, I'm here for the questions. I'm here for the training. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm pumped. I'm ready. I'm, I'm focused. All right, well, we're going to start with Nicole's question because okay. she, she loves this. Um, but her question was to answer everything in Kermit voice. I am unsure if I want to do that. Um, that is something that I'm, I'm unaware of, that I am able to, to do. Um, but I would like to say that, uh, you know, Nicole, below average running, thank you for being my number three fangirl behind Liz, obviously, and, um, behind the official London Marathon Twitter account, um, and their Instagram account, and their TikTok account. All of their accounts fangirl me so hard. It's, um, yeah, one of those things. (laughs) Kills me. Okay, so there's another question. I don't know what her... I'm not going to say names, and I'm just going to keep this anonymous, but what is your biggest fear about running the marathon? How my knees will cope. Um, I am the subject of an ACL, so an anterior cruciate ligament repair, back in uh, 2014, I believe, or could have been earlier than that, 2013. Um, And then I had a meniscus... uh, scrape which is where they like pull apart the cartilage in the same knee i had that in uh 2017 um that was actually at the same time as rupturing my spleen which i think i spoke about on maybe i think i spoke about on the valentine's episode very briefly um that story is wild um and yeah just how my knees will cope basically doing this amount of mileage because I've only been used to doing you know little bits here and there I did a half marathon with Liz back in December so yeah just just how my knee particularly my left knee will will fare doing such a a vast amount of mileage um but yeah, fingers fingers crossed. Um, they hold out. <laughs> we, we we will see. And obviously, we're gonna. I'm gonna be very careful and try and sort of work the training around his knees. And we're always sort of checking to make sure that he's feeling okay, and just to make sure that he's not pushing himself too hard. Obviously, marathon training is pushing your body to quite high limits, but. With Jack's history of injuries, I want to be very careful with that. So it'll definitely be sort of a day-by-day, week-by-week basis and kind of just checking in to make sure that he is feeling a-okay. But We shall see. (laughs) All right, the next question. What's the most intimidating aspect of training for you? Is it frequency, intensity, or distance? Distance. And, and that's a very worrying thing to have as the scariest part of marathon training is that the distance of the training is so scary because I'm training for a distance that I have just never even fathomed that I would try and achieve. I mean, 26.2 miles. Uh, I mean, what's that in K? Is that 42? Yeah, I think that's 42. For 42 kilometers. I mean, it just never in my mind was something that I thought I would ever get anywhere close to. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm nowhere near it now fingers crossed though by the time that october swings around i'm pretty you know i'm confident i think liz can get me there i've i've got faith um but i think at the moment it is that sort of scariness of right you know jack one weekend you're going to be running like 20 miles as part of your training and i'm like well that's still 6.2 miles less than what the marathon is um and i'm i'm scared by the 20 miles so yeah it's going to be uh, very interesting to see how i go um but de- definitely the the distance is what i'm most concerned about mm. <laughs> which which is ridiculous for marathon <laughs> training this is so so stupid such a silly answer but yeah 
I mean, it's it's definitely scary, but I think, as you said, with marathon training, you'll never actually run 26 miles during the training. And this kind of feeds into the next question around, um, someone says it'll be their first marathon too and asking if he's following a training plan. And yeah, as I mentioned, it's the Hal Higdon. It's based off the Hal Higdon Novus One program. So it's Hal's most popular program. So this is specifically if you're training for your first marathon. But yeah, as Jack said, the longest run that he'll do during this training round is 20 miles. And that's not until like four or five weeks out. I think that's four weeks out. But even then you're still gradually building that up over time. And I think with like how Jack trained for his half marathon, for example, that was very like bitty and you didn't actually put all that much effort into that, but you still swung a two hour 15 time or something like that. Two hour uh, 13, thank mm-hmm. you. Okay. Yeah, two okay. hour 13. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I didn't train for that really at all, did I? Um, and I just, the one thing I focused on was just not stopping. That was my, the main thing in my head the entire time was just do not stop running. Because if you stop, you will you will stop. Like, and that's it. You won't get going again. So once you stop, you know, don't don't stop. Just don't stop. That's that's all you gotta do. I know that sounds ridiculous, but still. No, um, it's true. And the next question says, does he run already or is it couch to forty two K? So I know with like couch to five K and like couch to anything sort of programs, it really does actually take someone from like you know, someone who doesn't actually run at all, which is why a lot of the couch to 5k, 10k, 42k, you're starting out doing like, okay, you know, workouts where you run for a month, run for, you know, three minutes, walk for six and like stuff like that. We are kind of like, um, switching up and not running fully for an entire workout just yet. And you sort of build that up over time. But because Jack plays football, he does run like a few times a week, but I'm, I'm sort of currently trying to just get him used to running. And specifically it's mostly going to be treadmill running because that is supposed to be really good for your knees. And as Jack mentioned, he has got some knee problems. Correct. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Another person also training for their first marathon. Do you have a goal finish time you're aiming for? To to finish is 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 mainly mainly my uh is is my main aim here. I mean, I'm not trying to I'm not I'm not trying to do anything crazy. I'm going to be very very happy to to be able to finish it. I plan to as I said a minute ago to not stop that is my main thing. And if I get a decent time from that, brilliant. If I don't, I don't, whatever. As long as I finish, because I can then safely say in the future, oh yeah, that's right. I completed the London Marathon and that's something that I did. Um, so I'm, I will just be pleased with a finish, to be quite honest. But it's a good question. All right, next question. Are you nervous? Am I nervous for the next question or am I nervous <laughs> for the nervous marath- in, Oh, yeah, sorry. Um, like, I'm nervous... I'm nervous for more of the training, to be honest, because I think I'm just not used to being at the point of running 20 miles as part of like training for something that is even higher than that. Um, but I think as I move on with the training and as I you know, push on through and I do more mileage, it will start feeling like just you're going out for another run, except this time you've got like hundreds of people literally cheering for you at every part of the marathon and i'm not talking you know hundreds of people across the whole thing there's obviously you know thousands of people that turn up for the london marathon but when i went last year to watch um to watch you in the london marathon 
there was people screaming at like people they'd never seen before, like randoms, you know, shouting, saying well done to like people with their names on their badges, uh, names on their badges, names on their um, uh, bib. bib bib numbers and stuff like that. Yeah, and it was it was a really weird sort of like togetherness of loads of people coming together to cheer people on. And they'd never met them. They they don't know who these people were. I saw some random guy called Dave, and I just went, "Go on, Dave!" He looked back <laughs> at me and put his thumbs up. I was like, "Love this!" Um, mm. Randomly bumped into my one of my friends there as well when yeah. I saw him running. Um, and I was kind of I was expecting to see you. I stood there for forty five minutes, didn't see you, <laughs> but I saw uh, saw my mate there really randomly. Um, and it was just the, the the togetherness of people trying cheer, cheering you on. I think is what's going to like strive me forward, and I think that's making me less nervous because I know there's going to be people cheering me on. Um, and of course, there's actually going to be like I, I'm not nervous about this bit, but I think there's actually going to be people there that will likely remember me from the London Marathon's mm. TikTok page mm. and and their Instagram page because um, yeah there, there was a lot of a lot of comments on their Instagram page not so much their TikTok one but uh, their Instagram definitely got a few negative comments on it um, so I think there's going to be some people there that sort of see me and go like hey there's that guy that didn't want to do it and I'm like, <laughs> great yeah I'm here and look what I'm doing I'm doing it so leave but me at here. the same time I did get some messages of like people saying like you realize now that like there are going to be people like we're gonna show up to that and just have signs that say Jack on it because now everyone knows that this guy Jack was on the London Marathons page. Well, they need to get to the back of the queue of the fangirling in, in all honesty because, <laughs> you know, it, there, there's too many people in the fan club as it is, all right? <laughs> all right, next question. How long is Jack planning to train for? I'm in a similar boat, first marathon with history of injury. So the plan that I've got him on is about 23 to 24 weeks and that's starting from like, last week basically and the only really kind of starter workouts that we did was one of them was like a two kilometer run and then the next one was a two mile run and then we did an upper body day and that's all that we did together I did like a Sunday active recovery day on my own but yeah that's kind of been it so far but I think at the moment it's difficult whilst I've got my season still ongoing with football. Now, don't get me wrong, it's not a massively high standard. But it's still competitive. Um, you know, we've got to a cup final, which is great. Um, but it's very, you know, standard Sunday league football. Um, and I think with that, it basically stops the training right now because I'm so focused on obviously where this season's going if we can win a cup then that's kind of a, a focus for now um and then obviously the training can like intensify after that um I'm really sorry to hear that you are obviously a a, a victim of previous injury I'm so sorry I, I don't know who this was from but I hope that you are pumped and ready for your first marathon I don't know if you're um doing the London one as well but obviously you know keep an eye out you know I'll be there obviously um, and I'm hoping that Liz holds up a massive sign that says resiliency in running. Um, otherwise, I'll be wearing a bib or a shirt that says it. So, you know, <laughs> just, just so you're you're aware, you will see me uh, wearing a T-shirt like that. Um, so, yeah, keep, keep your eyes peeled. I'm easy to spot in a crowd. I'm just really fluffy haired and it's very like i don't know what color my hair is at this point ginger blonde golden whatever just it, it it's a hair color now so just look out for me looks like we'll have to get some merch for the podcast I, I think i think we're at this stage i think yeah. i think you've got to that point now where you can get some merch and start you know you could open up a little stall on the side of the london marathon <laughs> could do yeah get your resiliency and running merch here <laughs> two hats for a fiver two hats for a fiver would be a great option it would yeah that'd be that'd be good mm. 
All right. What are you most excited about with marathon training? And so specifically training. What kind of question? What, what am I excited for about marathon training? Who's asked that? What's Nicole. Nic- <laughs> Nicole. Oh, below average running. Get out of here. What are you doing? Um, Nicole, what am I most excited about? I am honestly just excited about how how fit I'm probably going to get from this um, and how in the past couple of years, especially in the first part of the lockdown, I was probably at my worst kind of like body wise. I actually ended up getting a personal trainer and I ended up losing about, I think it was two stone, um, which is nearly the same as what I lost when I uh, had my spleen removed. So there was a massive sort of like focus there on, you know, I've, I've gotten fitter, I've gotten stronger, I've definitely improved myself both physically and mentally and it got me in a position where I could start playing weekend football again playing weekend football I was then able to you know get myself fitter each week and use the Tuesday night football as like training for the Sunday games and I I was just getting fitter and fitter as weeks went on now with with the marathon training into that as well I'm gonna get even fitter from this point and it just it, it does make me feel you know really excited for that because you know I haven't been properly fit in such a long time I think when I was 17 I I did a a 10k race in 44 minutes and that was without any training whatsoever so that was probably when I felt like my fittest um we actually have a 10k race on the uh, May bank holiday which is May the second second thank you very much um so we're going to be doing that and I do try and I I am going to aim to try and do it pretty quickly Mm. I'm gonna I'm gonna put everything in um because you know if I can get to near 44 minutes again I I will finally have made it to 17 year old Jack fitness levels and that is uh, in my view a massive massive achievement for myself so yeah I'm, I'm, I'm pretty pumped for that side of things so thank you very much for the question I do appreciate it well about now this next question is kind of like the flip side of it what's your biggest fear about training I mean I feel like I answered that earlier with the distance didn't I um, yeah is there yeah. any other fears that you're afraid of I guess I was I was gonna think it might be your knees or just like injuring yourself again because it is a lot of intense running it is um I think doing it at the gym is obviously going to be quite helpful because mm. it's not like you know I'm gonna walk, run along the pavement and step on a rock and twist my ankle or something I'm running on a treadmill that is literally the same thing over and over again it's the same surface so I should be pretty safe um I would probably say like I I think I need like a gait analysis because I think I've got a bit of a weird run I I run like a galloping horse um and not in a good way no speed just legs everywhere um and I feel like I could probably alter my running ever so slightly and it would probably help me pretty pretty majorly um so yeah maybe maybe my biggest fear about training is just the way i run and just Mm. yeah you know if i can change that maybe it'll help me in some way um but i think a gait analysis might be pretty pretty good um because i feel like i come down on my right leg quite weirdly Mm. maybe a saturday activity or a weekend activity a weekend one indeed i believe (laughs) yeah do you prefer morning evening, or evening? Evening, oh, okay. evening runs. Didn't even get I'm through not, the next I, question. I can see the question on your screen at the moment. And in all honesty, I can't believe that anybody does a morning run and actually enjoys it. Now, I say that I'm on the Resiliency and Running podcast. I'm here with my girlfriend, Liz. My girlfriend, Liz, wakes up at ludicrous times in the morning to go running. And in all honesty, 
it couldn't be anything further from what I want on a morning. Like, I just want to wake up, have a coffee and just not, you know, look outside the window and enjoy. I don't want to, you know, look outside the window and go, do you know what I fancy doing? I fancy going for a run for like, (laughs) you know, six miles. Um, It's actually my run tomorrow. You make me (laughs) sick. Um... No, I'm obviously kidding. You are wonderful, but there's no way I'm ever coming on a morning run with you. I'm sorry. Not when you're waking up at like seven. He's done it before, but only like we did it in central London. Yeah, we we did it in central London. We did it down on the coast. Um, You got me awake at eight o'clock in the morning on Christmas Day, which was that was a time. There was a five k when I was still living in central London that I got you up at like six thirty four. Is that the one I was hungover for? No, you were just really tired. Ah, that's yeah, that sounds about right. I'm always really tired. (laughs) Okay, last question: What does his training plan look like? How much strength training is he doing weekly? So I've kind of answered this in bits and pieces, but essentially, it's not going to be so much. Like I said, like we're kind of, I have some sort of a strength training thing that I'm looking at when we do go for strength training. But for, I think both of us, strength training won't really look like two, it'll be like two to three days, I think per week, three at most. But for running for him, it's going to look like one, two, three, four days a week, which obviously is different to me because I am, well, I was going to call myself crazy, but I've just had more experience running and so i that's a much that's a much better way of putting it i will i will admit yeah that's a much better way obviously just with like building up my endurance over time and really having been doing the distance running since 2020 it's something that i actually really thoroughly enjoy and it's a weird thing for me to go a day without running and yeah never thought that i would say that but here i am But yeah, he's going to be doing four days of running a week when he is fully like in training mode outside, like once his Sunday league is done. And that includes a day for his Tuesday night football. That includes a rest day. That includes, you know, time for two, maybe three days of cross training. And that cross training is going to be really just body weight and some like light well light weights for me you lift a bit heavier than i do because i am obviously absolutely ripped so i i do i i'm like i'm like spongebob when he gets those inflatable arms like i'm, I'm a little bit of show but i can't actually lift anything um mm. and i don't feel like i'm actually that much show i feel like i need to blow some blow some more air into my muscles and maybe i'll get there um but yeah that's one one for another day but no, i'm i'm pumped and obviously thanks everyone for the questions um really appreciate it and obviously as always i'm always uh, very honored and very privileged to join liz on the podcast um i try and i try and push her to do it more because i think you know a lot of what she talks about it can resonate with a lot of different people um and yeah i'm always always happy to join it and always happy to share my two cents on things so it's um you know it's it's really really great and i hope you continue making more episodes to be honest i will good I'm very and, pleased. and this won't be the last that you guys hear i was gonna say see but this is obviously a podcast that you hear of jack he will definitely be on for more episodes as we progress in his training between now and october 2nd 
So definitely keep an eye out for more episodes. And as well, in the meantime, he has told me that he is going to start posting videos of his own on his TikTok channel, which I do tag him in my videos. So just make sure to go and follow him because he's going to be posting videos from his perspective, which I think is quite interesting because he is obviously at a much more like beginner level compared to me. Um, And so I think it'll be a lot more honesty, not that I'm not honest, but just an honest sort of review and just honest feelings, honest and authentic, just training really. And like what it looks like firsthand of like, you know, being coached to run a marathon or be able to run a marathon. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) Any any last words? My God, what are you going to do? Take me out like an assassin. Any last words? Um... Uh, yeah, as Liz said, keep an eye out for my channel. I will post a few things up on there every now and again. Um, and if it's of any interest to anybody, I, I am a bit of an aspiring voice actor. I would love to get into it. Um, you'll see a few impressions of some of the characters I do on there every now and again. Um, but yeah, if, if there's anything that you're interested in, or if you, for some reason, just want to hear my voice back on this podcast, then please just reach out to Liz any way you can. Um, because I could always do with the work. So I appreciate it. Thank you very much and good night. All right, everyone, that's going to wrap up another episode of the Resiliency and Running podcast. I really do hope that you enjoyed it. As always, I'll have links in the show notes to my previous episode with Jack, as well as my link to my fundraiser with Alzheimer's Society. I am running with them for the Berlin Marathon 2022. So please do check that out. But otherwise, I will see you in the next episode. Bye.